that we are a living light in a world that is in darkness. And there is only one path by faith. And that is the path of Jesus Christ. And that is
different for others in different life or different aspects of their faith. Jesus Christ is the greatest example of servant leadership that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and that was not just for Jesus to follow. He clearly showed this is the pattern to follow. And as you know, many love to be noticed, revered, honored, respected, followed by Jesus. And if you're here today, I hope you do that. Because our humanity, we Thank you. 
Jesus Cristo, ele está fazendo uma coisa que é interessante. E o versículo fala que quando ele encontra os quatro filhos de Jacó, ele diz que ele foi à casa de Jacó. Ele não pensou que Deus ia falar com ele. Quem que faz as coisas que Deus faz? ministerial brothers and sisters of the whole organization of the whole ministry and I was just filled with so much joy so intimidating at that point I never wanted to admit to anyone that yes I did go out Friday night to go watch the football but I pray that even after I'd be driving there that people could someone follows our example, will they be following God? Ask yourself that. Is someone following me as I'm following Christ right where we are in this church? The New Testament church used three terms for those who didn't know the church. Greek word means pastor or shepherd. A Greek word meaning bishop or overseer. And a Greek word meaning pastor or elder. These terms were used in the church of Ephesus. And I do want you to see something. Each local church in our church right here has what's called a pastoral area pastor. Acts 20, 17. When we landed in Miletus, he sent a message to the elders of the church at Ephesus. Acts 20, 17. Philippians 1, 1. Letter from Paul to Timothy. Slaves of Christ Jesus, I'm writing to all God's holy people in Philippi who belong to Jesus and greeting the church leaders Apostle writes letters and addresses a number of people by name. Just to make sure everybody has the pastoral team or, or the pastors of the individual house churches in a city. But it includes people who are lead pastors or a senior elder or a lead pastor. And this is interesting because in, in the book of Revelation, when God starts the, the, the book of Revelation having the Apostle John, it doesn't just go into all this preachy stuff about being the lead. It starts by saying, John, write down these letters. So you're going to write seven letters, seven different letters. And so in Revelation 2, write this letter, but only to the church. Only to the house of God. This is a message from the one who holds the seven stars in his hand. May your love prosper despite its momentary affliction. What's the word? It's temporary. Isn't this just pretty crazy? 
repentance, don't think God is having John write something to give to an, a literal angel or anything like that. In this context, it appears that Christ says, if any does the angel of these broken things delight. John write words admonishing believers to repent and be faithful, to walk in holiness. But instead, it are given to locusts and cactus to know God's message to the Gentiles. Here's the thing that's different. I think he's speaking to Israel. We are sending this little bit of message to you Gentiles to know that God is with you. But you got to be faithful because we have this particular over which the Holy Spirit has appointed you as leaders. What do you see in that?
Jesus was called the Messiah. It was called Jesus in the Greek word diakonos, and that's the same word for Jesus. In Acts 16.1, Paul writes, I commend to you our sister Phoebe, who is a deacon in the church in Caesarea, a righteous woman in the Lord and on whom the Holy Spirit has laid a mighty hand. Paul's point in whatever time he's writing is that our faith is measured by the heavenly word. Did you come across some of these words there, women folk, If you're a woman, we want to help you develop that. If you're a man, we want to help you. We're going to help you. If you're an elder, we want to help you to develop that. I don't want any. You, you can do anything for the kingdom of Christ that God's going to do in your life. We're going to help you. We're not ever going to say, here, let's put man-made ceilings so you can climb the wall. Philippians 1, 1, this is a letter from Paul and Timothy. He says, who belong to Christ, including the, the church leaders, and he says, right after giving uh, the qualifications of a bishop or a lead pastor, Paul now gives Timothy a list of persecution or, or assistance for God's kingdom activity. And you will find that there are many similarities with the church to which he wrote in the same way, just like that. Some of our lead pastors, the elders, they had comments like that when they were presented with In the same way, their wives must be respected and must not slander others. Some religions say you should be celibate and not be married. How does that go over with the church? They must exercise self-control and be faithful in everything they do. A deacon must be faithful to his wife. And he must manage his children and household well. 
Those who do well as deacons will be rewarded with respect from others. They will have increased confidence in their faith. This office possibly originated in Acts 8 when the apostles asked the congregation to select seven men who could assist them in business and practical affairs of the church, specifically the distribution of food to widows. This duty probably well involved the collection of the food and finances of the poor. In our modern local church terminology, the following can also be said. Board members, partners, they help to serve and to oversee. They are people who, before I would ask them to serve, I would look and say, all right, do they have integrity? Are they honest with money? Are they committed to the faith? Are they, are they, can I examine them? Are they Christian types? Are they faithful? Faithful to their staff? Are they managed their family well? They help with daily ministry and administration of the church. In the second century, the term bishop came to be used for two or three people at another church or region. Assimilated though it is today, we may we may sometimes use the title for a minister to reduce it to a minister or to a church. When a senior pastor retires from a church, we may call him or her a bishop, honorary pastor, pastor emeritus, whatever it is. While these secondary uses of the term bishop are acceptable uh, because these really have positions of oversight, in the Bible, elders are simultaneously Titus 1, 5 through 9 says, I left you, Paul says to Titus, on the island of Crete, for you to complete our work there and appoint elders in each town as I instructed you. Notice, don't do it by yourself. You have a work to do. You're overseeing it, but you're, you're developing people to lead. I pray that our leaders are always developing people. Because if we're, if we're following the Great Commission to plant more churches, then I know that not everybody here is always going to be here. And so some people will leave and others will fill their role or they'll fill, they'll help them get prepared. We should always be planting. An elder must live a blameless life. He must be faithfully his wife and his children must be believers who don't have a reputation for being wild or rebellious. Those are not When people think of being wild, they kind of think of a field sport. A church leader is a manager of God's household, so he must live a blameless life, must not be arrogant or short-tempered, must not be a heavy drinker, violent temper, jealous with money, easily provoked to anger. Rather, he must have, enjoy having guests and authority. Now, that's not really for today. That's not the kind of verse I have. I don't read anything on a Sunday night. Well, I'll tell you this verse is heavy and heavy. Home Guide Directories is heavy and heavy. Just love what is good and live wisely as guests in a church with a godly disposition. You know, if that was your own belief in the trustworthy message you were taught, then it would be heavy encouragement to try one other thing for good so that we can encourage others with things that are good and those who oppose it when they are wrongfully accused of being 
before I made these decisions, I did speak with both our church board and our department head leadership team to buy them before making these moves. Although that's not a requirement anymore. I wanted to do so because I respect the opinion now of each of those people that voted on it. I recognize all leaders of this church and all volunteers as we have everyone serve effectively in their roles. And again, if you're a guest, come back next week. It'll be more candid service. This is a very churchy service, but it's something that's crucial, and I want everyone to understand because I believe it's key to where we're going. When we get into a new building and it's a larger facility and growth starts to happen, substantially and more quickly, it's going to be important to have the team that we have in place. And if we try to do it once we get there, it's too late. And so I hold in high regard all of our leaders. 1 Thessalonians 5, 12 and 13, this is dear brothers and sisters, honor those who are your leaders in the Lord's work. They work very hard among you and give you spiritual guidance. Show them great respect and thank all that you have because of their work and live peacefully with them. So I want to pause right now. And if you are in this congregation and you are a life group in the ministry with the United Pentecostal Church, would you please stand? I would love to pray. And just so you know, he's standing and working, but that's also Brother Michael Parrott up there. If you are a department head who works in the car and you sit over to a department and volunteers and you do so many things that so many people don't know, and I'm so grateful for you, I would ask you to stand for a moment. I'd love to pray with you. you serve on the Refuge Church Board, please stand. Thank you, Brother Mike. I'll be careful. I'm so very grateful for all of you. And again, every person is so crucial to how successful the church is going to look and show the investment that you have. I, I now want to take these last few moments to pray for our introduce you to the pastor and his wife, Kelly. Again, Kelly and I have been praying for you the past few years as this church has just moved forward and as we've seen God do great things. Not only where we are now, but where we're going. And I believe that what we see in scripture is an incredible team of worship professionals that have just been incredible and ever faithful to the Lord. I fully understand that behind Jesus Christ also see the biblical model that pastors and elders have set and that people obey and they say, hey, this is your pastor, this is what he's doing, this is what he's doing. Your team is going to be leading you and you're going to have to put it in the right hands and place it in the right way. I want you to be able to say, I am pastor. I'm not just a leader. I'm not just a pastor. I'm also a leader. 
ask any boys. I start a Putnam Hook team. I want to hear different things from men. And so I believe I want to have five hundred and fifty of those boys saying to us, that's the worship most of us want. And help the seeds of conviction to grow up and say, Boys, you can see God. So at refuge, we align with Scripture and partner with pastoral teams to equip them for service. And not only do we have to go to war, but we have to win. Scripture says that these are the seeds of justice. And I can assure you, not every seed is perfect. Some have received the ministerial license more recently than others, and in each case, there have been little incremental progress. But also, God is working through them. Most of them in the year, some who receive their license for a little while will fail. But God is working through them. It seems like there's a bit of a fad in churches today to just bail around the tree and we don't do that. And people don't just get a clean Bible and a church and they just get at any time you feel like there's any conflict that is out of place, I would encourage you to collectively invite help and forgiveness from God's church. There are ways that you can go to your church and say, this is how I see justice loving and working in my life. Here's the deal. I want to introduce you to pastoral teams at Refuge Church over the coming Most times I'm expected to stop for a drink and make my way around the corner to the back. But there is only one person that does and it's God. In no particular order, Pastor Mason Hyatt, even though she's not here, there's not does a little of everything but continues to work for us. Do you think she does a bad job? And if you think she does, do you think she still knows how to close the back of the door? Don't tell her. Not just an actual microwave Associate Pastor Bill Foster and Pastor Lee Foster. They focus on pastoral ministry inside the church as you oversee Bible studies, discipleship service, they do marriage counseling, and just a wealth of work and a lot of stuff that's not easy. 
Associate pastor, we have two associate pastors and we'll be gathered for our conference, uh, though they will be doing, uh, also be doing conference calls. So if they come and ask you for anything, please let them know. They need to be here. Make sure they come and hear. They love to hear of, of uh, one another, uh, especially as we get near the facility phase of the conference too. So if there's anything that speaks to them, please let them know. Uh, but they're also going to be joining us in getting working with other leaders to get things equipped so that Calvary um, is licensed, trained, and certified pastors who will be able to deal with the right things. Who currently need to be doing the right things for the right things. And we'll be excited to do that with you. You can talk to them about that too. So they're going to be here. other two are going to be coming from this side. She does not know. Um, our youth pastor, Brad and his wife, Tiffany Cobb, they love, serve, and provide guidance for youth group ages 12 to 18. Hyphen ministry, Taylor does the hyphen, the Holy Father and the Foster Care. They pray with, train, teach, love, guide, and love the church. They encourage them to make disciples and put them they need help with getting, if you need help with getting a P7 course started, tell Tiffany to come. If there's a youth in the house, Tiffany will be here. When they took over as youth pastors, the youth group had someone dedicated to them. Uh, we had started, we had a couple of young people, but uh, we had, once they came, the youth group absolutely exploded and broke So I may have not surprised you yet at this point, but again, we don't carry on the title, right? But to me, I always say, oh, they're youth workers. They're not youth workers. Like, oh, they're youth workers. No, they're youth, they're youth pastors. They, they help to pastor the youth. Now, the youth just gets to hang out. Like, I love you guys. I'll talk to you later. But there's another set of people who are here to pastor. Now, for the first time, we've always had a great time with you. But now I would like to say that I believe you to be a huge Christian pastor. Which to me means a lot because I, we've never had a church like you. Like youth, I agree with you that youth people love to sit and play with dice and teach the kids and give kids stuff that kids didn't even know about and just Still all part of pastoring. We've even had that in the youth group. 
freedom of having a pastoral type They would pray with the children and the children would pray with the children. And it was just a having an issue with a child in the home Dreams of Christ. And so, if I could ask you guys to come, and everyone else, if you would stand, please. Again, if you thought that I was uh, retiring the seats and moving around, sorry, I was preparing for this. And this does not mean you should not enjoy PTs. People love these. And and, and let's say these in Phoenix at Mount Vision. I know some of y'all better come here. Because this is what the structure needs to be. Or maybe they don't, and they're training and helping you, and you're going to be the one doing it. Can I pray for you? Because somebody's going to be doing it. They're still going to make you aware of various challenges and struggles. They're not a megaphone. But I know we're getting ready to explore this thing. God's been speaking to me, and so we're just simply preparing for the harvest. That's all it is. God's calling us to train. He's calling us to make disciples. He's calling us to be a place of hope for the greater Kansas City sincerely, and I'm, I'm not going to be bashful in this. Before you pray, I'm sincerely asking if you would come into an agreement with me on his or her part. Would you please rise? And I'll pray right now. Can you please be patient with us? 
I wasn't sure who to w- go for, but I figured it'd be good that the youth would stay on. Would you please forgive us? I want to make sure that the people that are here with us that are currently facing whatever trauma they have or maybe anxiety or maybe um, some mental health or whatever they have, would you please forgive us and please forgive them? Please communicate with us that they would trust us and forgive us of their sins and their errors and their mistakes. We want to thank you that normally I don't know whether the scriptures or your people to those that are in need and they just look at us and they hear the frustration and say, how can you not or how can you not take care of them? Would you guys pray for us? Well, the the service has stopped, so I guess we can (laughs) unless I can hear from you. But I'm asking if y'all could just step forward now. If you just occurred, this is totally different. Again, if there are guests, come back next week. You'll see a more more normal message. But as we close, if you could just surround your pastor and, and just cover them in prayer. I believe God is getting ready. He's getting ready to do something in the greater Kansas City area. And we're a huge big God that you have gone way out of our way. Would you please come and pray over them?